Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special, spooky edition of Alakat with Keithy, episode number 13. So, and that was totally not intentional. This is great. Uh, so, it's uh, unlucky number 13. And of course, I would not want to do any show with regards to Halloween, hauntedness, spookiness, horror, whatever it is, without the incomparable queen of the no so queen of all that is good and evil in the world the jenny position jenny smith how are you today oh, i'm so good i love your intros they're the best well you are the, the queen. queen of all that is good and evil you are the queen <laughs> of all that is good and evil so you know i mean yeah, well, right. well i mean let's be honest we just you know you just wrapped up freak out driving we finally mm -hmm. pulled out of the driving i believe and you yep. know and of course you were, on, your, you were on that I, absolutely we yeah. had i think in my opinion the greatest episode of freak out driving because we didn't talk the we entire did. time well, yeah we watched the movie that was we, we were just like when i listened back to it it wasn't as bad it wasn't oh, as good. bad when i listened back well the yeah. best part was there was a couple of times definitely where i went to say something and i stopped like mid-sentence because i was same just, Oh, wow, like, uh, watching the movie. Because the movie itself, and of course, that was totally killer, right? That was the name of the movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. it was on Amazon Prime, a new movie that came out this month, and it was really good. Like, I've been telling everybody that they should they should watch it. And of course, telling them that while they should watch it, they should listen and watch along with Freak Out Driving because it just makes it yeah, so much should. more better. It makes it so much better because they can see our reactions or hear our reactions to it and be like, yeah, I agree or I disagree. So, but mm -hmm. we are we are talking a la carte, and yeah. we are gonna roll right on to the haunted season. Um, I am a fan of Halloween. It takes me back to my days when I was in high school and I was in competitive marching band. And whenever the season was the oh, fall you season, are. oh, absolutely, I was a lead trumpet in uh, in band high school band. Yeah, and that's right. Of, of course, being in the Northeast, we always had. The fall season was in full bloom, and I remember just apple cider and apple cider donuts and pumpkins and everything, just like all the parents would get the tables ready to sell the baked goods at all the events. And so it's just it's always been a fun time for me. Um, I like the holiday seasons, and uh, this one kicks it off, I feel like. So what I want to talk to you about today is very interesting because i am always interested in what your opinion is and what other you know on certain matters when it comes to horror the first thing i would like to discuss with you is everybody makes top 10 lists or mount rushmores or whatever of people mm -hmm. that they put on that list i want to know what jenny the jenny position what is her top 10 of horror movie villains and I have a couple that uh, I have a list as well. Uh, there might be a little bit of a, you know difference from my list and your list, so we'll see what happens. But probably, and, uh, probably I might a, a lot of the ones. same though. Probably, but I mean, I'm sure the rankings will be pretty much the same for. Mm -hmm. I would at least say the top five, but you never know. Maybe. So, do you want to start with? Uh, we'll go ten to one. Okay, ten to one. Right. Um. Uh, so actually, I made a list of twelve. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I so kept thinking. 12. So I'm trying to think of who I want to cut. Can you can um, you throw one on there and make it the top 13 for like oh, 13th shit. episode um, and Friday the no, 13th? No, I'll do that because you didn't do that. So I won't. Do All right. Okay. Um, so number 10, I think is sort. I'm gonna. There are a couple that I think might be better choices, but I'm gonna put her in. This is, 
at hey, this is your this is your humble opinion because i feel that in horror she is iconic and just so scary and just such a she makes me feel so vulnerable and it, her name is annie wilkes oh. so she's oh <laughs> yes annie wilkes i would absolutely i would throw her on a list absolutely i mean she is a stephen king character so mm -hmm. from, she has uh, that misery. From, from misery mm -hmm. and uh she is just she's so frightening and because mm -hmm. she seems so safe right yes mm -hmm. um and when a kindly old older lady you know takes you in after you've had a horrible car accident mm -hmm. and she's your biggest fan yep you know you're lucky right but no yeah. no quickly you learn that annie is very obsessed with her favorite writer and uh she breaks his legs um yes. with a sledgehammer yep. and one in a scene that has stayed in my mind from the moment that i saw I, like it's it's horrific. I yeah, I I still kind of I kind of wince when I see it because it's just I know it's coming and it's so horrific and and then especially afterwards when she just goes, oh, I love you like that like it's just like oh gosh <laughs> it's so just, so creepy so it's like love can be so horrific right mm -hmm. like you know, mm -hmm. that type of obsessive love well so she, she sticks out for me. I don't, I don't know if you know this or not. Um, and if you do, please tell me. Yeah, I know that. Um, but apparently I was reading, this was just in the last couple of years, I read that that whole book and her character is kind of Stephen King's allegory to his pill addiction, I think. And how he was, you know, addicted to pills. And that's why, you know, she freaks out when he tries to change and you know, and, and just he, was, he becomes addicted to the pills. Yeah. Well in the book. Sure. Um, and it's so it's kind of a cool, broke. <laughs> exactly. And it's kind of it, but it's kind of cool when you look at it from that point where the real enemy is addiction and the real enemy is and, and how, like you said, comforting, because, mm -hmm. yeah, addiction can be very comforting. It's a it's a it's a warm, cozy blanket. And mm -hmm. she's probably would have been the warmest coziest blanket the book is really good it's one of the it few, really good. one of the few stephen king books that i've actually like really read and gone through and didn't just kind of breeze through like i really read the stephen misery because i love it i love it's and so the adaptation good. the adaptation's fantastic the movie it really is fantastic yeah so nice annie wilkes i love that oh i love it that's a great person to lead off I love oh good mm-hmm so all right here's your number 11 all right, I thought you were doing yours, but we'll do yours, I guess. At the end. No, because it's uh, my list. Is my list is mostly I have just a whole bunch, and it's just I just want to see if there's anybody that's not okay. on your list that's on my list. So, so for number nine, I did Ghostface because Ooh. I feel like he definitely deserves a spot on the list. Um, growing up, not I mean I was older when Scream came out, came out, but mm -hmm. really, it's been in my life for a long time. I, yep. You know, I've talked about Scream on a bunch of podcasts, and the he has an iconic look mm -hmm. and iconic kills, and yep. the the most recent movie I thought was really good. So mm -hmm. I, I've really been into the the most recent Scream movies that they've done. Sure. I can't. What's it? Six? I can't believe there's six of I them now. Six. Yeah, yeah. I lose track too. <laughs> yeah, six. Um. 
I can I can agree with that. I uh I think he's on he's on a he's on a he's on my list. I would say that he is. Um Annie Wilkes was not though, which is really funny, which is crazy because I love her. So all right. Mm-hmm. So I got I got go face on there. So uh okay, yeah. all right. Who do we got next? All right, let's see if you got I, I there's um there's sort of a pantheon of like old horror villains, you know. Um, yeah, I, I tend to skew more modern, but sure. as a representative of the old, you know, horror movies, I chose Dracula yeah. um, as mm-hmm. a villain. Even though, look, Dracula has got some points. Yeah, I'm just saying, if he wanted to convert me to be a vampire, I would be into that. So, oh yeah, absolutely. But he does kill people, so I mean, I guess he is a villain. Well, um, I mean, he is a villain, and I think... He's a sexy which, villain, though. Now, is there any particular version throughout movie history that you've liked that you thought has portrayed oh, him the best? I, I think of Bela Lugosi, I think, um, yeah. automatically. Mm-hmm. But there's tons of just great Draculas and just vampires. Sure. Um Interview with the Vampire was one of my favorites. Interview with the Vampire is great. Um, I think my favorite, um, my favorite non-Dracula vampire is uh, Jerry Dandridge from Fright Night, which is Christopher. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's my favorite. He's, I feel, one of the scariest, I think, has of the portrayal of a Dracula. Um, <clears throat> I love Gary Oldman and in Bram Stoker's Dracula that mm-hmm. Francis Ford Coppola did. Obviously, Bela Lugosi is is amazing, but I also like um, uh, oh God. Oh my God! Oh my God! It's like it, it, oh wow! It's it's the guy from the Lord of the Rings. Oh my God, Christopher! Oh yeah. um. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I'm so upset with myself. I know who you mean. I want to keep saying, and, and there's a reason why, Christopher Lee, there's a reason why I want to say another actor, and it has to do with something we're going to do in a little bit. But okay. um, yeah, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee played him uh, really well as as well. He's, you know, played Dracula. So no, Dracula is a great representation of the old MGM horror villains. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think out of all of them. So, I was just yeah. going through the list to see um, who all has been Dracula because honestly, I didn't really think about it. But there's a ton of people. Oh yeah, that play Dracula. Well, I mean, as as it should be. Yeah. No, because it is a role. It's, it's a role. Yeah, it's a role that keeps that's so able to be recycled and recast and redone. But I think, uh, yeah, Dracula itself is probably in. I would say Dracula's probably in my top 10. I don't know if he makes a top five. Okay. Just because, like you said, he's a cool, he's a cool vampire. He's not he like, is. you know. He's sexy. And I think probably the most violent might have been the one from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Because probably you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone else is just like, he's looking for love, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number seven, um, when I was thinking about where to put this one, it was hard because I didn't watch all of the movies. Yeah. But I decided Jigsaw was going to be mm-hmm. number seven. Yep. Because um, I think the first movie is iconic. The look 
is so terrifying and singular you know mm-hmm. not a lot of characters look like that right and it had such a mind fuck in that first movie sure um and it, it's more of a a cerebral sort of um villain yes. that fucks with you in your mind and will also you know cut your what? fucking foot off one one of the things I never liked about the Saw movies is that they kind of seem realistic. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. You're like, this is too close. This is too close to like it, it could happen. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the same thing with the Purge movies. I mm-hmm. can't, I can't mm-hmm. with the Purge because I could see something like that happening in the very near future. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, that is. Yeah. I feel that way about zombie movies sometimes. Uh, yeah especially like 28 <laughs> days later oh forget yeah. about it it's too real later. man it's too yeah, real because it's, it's not scary. it's not the because it's the rage virus and that's right. what that's what i could see yep. is the rage that's why the uh the last of us is so scary because oh, I fucking love that show. but that thing happens to it like does. lower yes uh, or lesser mind beings on this planet where like the, the fungus takes them over. yeah yeah what so. if it mutated or something yeah. Well, that's what they say in the opening yeah. thing. They're like, it's going to mutate. It's going to eventually take over. Like, it's not viruses. It's going to be fungus. So, that's yeah. so creepy. Messed fungus up. is so creepy. All right. It should have been a villain that I thought of, too. <laughs> fungus, oh. is a re- fungus is a real-world villain in your eyes. That's true. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, for number six, I had to pick this. Uh, some, what, because it was fresh on my mind, because we just did the movie for Freak Out Drive-In. So yep. I picked Leatherface. Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another, gotta, I'm probably saying it a lot, but super iconic look and um, yeah. And just that, that absolute like grindhouse yeah. feel to, to the Texas Chainsaw movies. Also, it, it really elevates him. I feel like as also very possible could happen. Yes. Also, life. yes. <laughs> That's another oh reason God. why. I well, it did because Ed Gein really did that shit. Dug yeah, up dead exactly. bodies and took yeah, the, yeah. So, um, yeah, that one. He was he was just ugh, like Oof-ah. yeah, yeah, crazy. Ugh. Okay. Didn't make your list though. Leather um, it it doesn't make my list, and that's because um. There's a lot more that's like, there are a lot more people on. Oh, there's one person so far that you haven't mentioned, and I don't think he's going to make your top five. Um, okay, we'll see. And so he's on my list. So let's see. But he would have replaced Leatherface, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the next one that I picked was one of my all time favorite characters in TV, movies, books, whatever. I have it tattooed. On my arm here. His name is Pennywise. Okay. Yeah. Um, that is not the last clown on my list, but this clown is so Tim Curry's portrayal of Pennywise in the It miniseries is like top shelf. Unbelievable. It, it's yeah, nightmare inducing. It, <laughs> It just doesn't get any scarier than no. that. Like, no, poor little Georgie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. poor little Georgie. Poor little Georgie. And all the that, that movie, I, I just I can't say enough about that miniseries, the 90s one. And actually, I like the reboot too. A I, lot. I, I do. I really I like the reboot. Um, 
Penny, I thought yeah, Penny, Skarsgård was really good. Sure. Pennywise is on my list. Pennywise is on my oh, list. Oh, good. Yeah, absolutely. No, Pennywise is by far. Because, I mean, I don't really like clowns either. I think I know the other clown, and <laughs> he's not hes not on my list because I refuse to see those movies. <laughs> no, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about but, um, it. I'll talk yeah, to no, you, too. That, yeah, that, oof, you talked me into GCW, so I'm sure you could probably talk me into anything else. Um, yeah, no, Pennywise scares the shit out of me. Even the yes. even the parodies of Pennywise scare the shit out of me. So, yes. It, there's just not, I mean, and if you watch that, the miniseries, it's, he has such a weird, playful nature to him, too. Oh, yeah. With, mm -hmm. When he's terrorizing. Yeah. So, and then the teeth. Oh, man. I think, so good. I feel... I feel like too, like the second movie is almost more disturbing than the first because yes. it, he's he's terrorizing adults. Yes, and it's just, and it's like there's like that scene, the the Bill Hader one, where he's in the park. Oh God, and like, I love that and scene. It's like, and and it's just like it's so terror because again, he's 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 going after a real life fear that Bill Hader's character has. So you know that's that whole thing. Yep, and it's like. God, that's just freaked the hell out of you, me, when I watched it. Like, you know, so, yeah, good good pick. I had Pennywise on there, yes. Because your villain knows your deepest fears. Like, Pennywise sure. can manifest whatever you're fucking most scared of and fuck with you in every yeah. way. It's, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's extremely terrifying, yes. <laughs> All right, so. Like, like a boggart on uh, Harry, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so the next three... I, this is Ooh. my own sort of personal thing, but they all have to be represented and, you know. Oh, wait, is this five, four, three or four, three, two? This is four, three, two. Okay. Um, I, right, I just ahead. figured I'd talk about them as a group yep. because all right. they're, they're the three, right? Yep. So yeah, my number four, I did Michael Myers mm -hmm. Halloween mm -hmm. and number three is Freddy. Yep. Wow. Wow! Holy did Freddie over Michael? And wow! This list can change, like based on a whim, because yeah, those three number, I feel like are pretty. If number two is who I think it is, that's Jason. Over, oh, over Freddie! Yeah. Wow! Freddie, Freddie for me is Freddie's my number one. Freddie's your number one. Freddie's oh, wow. my number one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, wow. like Michael Myers, okay. I think is. The more movies they make, the more mm -hmm. it hurts that character, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Because the Michael Myers I think of, you know, are from the early movies and before they started fucking with the timeline and, and re yeah. retconning things. Yeah. And so to me, on this day in 2023, the character is left a bit muddy. Um, yeah. Based on the last couple of movies. Mm -hmm. So. That's why I put him, you know, kind of at the bottom of that three. And then for Freddy, that's that's like just it's like to where I won't even watch the movies anymore, right? <laughs> I mean, I have uh, uh, on Spooky Season watched them, but it's gotten to where um, I know it too well, right? Sure. I know <laughs> I know Freddy too yeah. well, yeah. And it takes a little bit of the scariness out of him so i really have to go back um mm -hmm. to, to to my memories of being scared of, if that makes sense right it does um 
Um, but he's a great, you know, villain. He he he's particularly heinous because he preys on, you know, children in particular, and um, and 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 your dreams. So you can't really escape him. You know. Yeah. You did you, you did you did you like Jackie Earl Haley's performance of him in like the reboot? I know not a lot of people like the reboot. I like Jackie Earl Haley, but um, oh, did I say Jackie Hale? Or, uh, yeah, did I say it right or wrong? I think, I I think you wrong. said it right. Um, okay. but I like him. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm an I'm an old school Freddie fan. Yeah, no, I mean Robert England is Robert England is amazing in that. Fred. But I mean, yeah. Um, and then you know Jason has always been like I almost got uh, Jason mask um, instead of Pennywise tattoo on my arm. Really. Yeah, because I just I associate him with you know my childhood a lot, and mm-hmm. um, but I I'm always into the movies whenever I see them. Like I can always watch a Freddy movie, or, I yeah. mean a, a Jason movie, and yeah. I, I there's something sort of timeless about them for me. I never really get unscared of them. Um, so that would leave. My number one villain, because he is the most fucked up character I think I've ever encountered. Um, his name is Art the Clown from the Terrifier movies. I love him. Like my my friend much. Jeremy's gonna be my friend Jeremy's gonna be so excited that you said this. Like he, <laughs> he even said to me when I was telling him this list, he goes, "Please tell me, please tell me she's gonna say Art the Clown." And I was like, "Probably. I'm sure he'll yeah. make one list." To find out, I'm gonna text him tonight. I'm gonna be like, she said Art the Clown was the word, like the number one, and he'll he'll friggin' he'll he'll plots. He'll be so excited. So yeah, I really love fucked up horror. I whatever you know, it's just a thing about me. I can't do it. Yeah, a lot of people can't do it. It's extreme. I watch Terrifier two by myself in the theater at night. Okay, I was stoned out my gourd uh <laughs> but it was an incredible experience and i will never uh, forget it yeah and i, I, I ring, say I that about ring, most movies you know? hey i sat ringside with you at gcw and i saw that look <laughs> i saw the art the clown yeah. face yes, in your yeah, eyes the, the fetish you were excited <laughs> you yeah the fetish was there when i told you not to jump up and down because you're gonna get glass in your feet you were like i don't care i don't care i want I glass care. in my feet i want glass on my feet so yeah no i can't now it's now try to convince me to watch those terrifier movies like what do you okay. think so what what puts you off about it is it the gore is it what is it about it i mean it's it's the gore first of all it's the it's just the level of disturbing things i think that happen yeah that's i think what it is i mean it's to the point where like i said jeremy's huge into that stuff and he even says to me he's like i don't think you could do this movie he goes i think it's just it's just too much for you and i was like yeah it probably is but i mean i don't know well the older i get i feel the more i'm getting used to horror and used to that kind of stuff i mean there was a period of time where I didn't even watch anything zombie related because I was like, I can't do it. And then a lot of it had to do with, um, with 28 days later though, because it was the fast moving zombies that I couldn't, I couldn't, but then like I watched like Shaun of the dead 
And I was like, okay, that, yeah. And that was like a good kind of a good bridge the gap between like comedy and horror. And then when I saw like, I remember I watched Dawn of the Dead, the new Dawn of the Dead, or the one that had like Ving Rhames in it. And Mm -hmm. I watched that like in the middle of the night, like in my living room in the pitch dark, like watching that. And I was like, okay, I'm getting used to this. And then I watched like the first like six seasons of The Walking Dead and I was fine. So, I mean, now zombies don't really bother me. It's not a big to do. I find a lot of that stuff comical now, you know, like a lot of the older ones. So obviously, like I'm very into vampires and like werewolves and shit like that, you know. Um, So it's getting close. It's just right now, the stuff that still kind of disturbs me is that realistic like I was saying with Saw and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously like this Terrifier franchise, I feel like could be realistic, right? Well, the thing about it is that they don't do the gore just for gore's sake, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, there's a story in there, a very disturbing and fucked up story. Yeah. Um, uh, you can hear me echoing. I don't know if you hear that or not, but Oh, I don't, but I can always like lower. I'll lower the volume on this. Go ahead. So if if that helps you at all, just to know that there's a story um, mm-hmm. that that it the violence is not out of character. It's not the the goriness is not just so you can see it. It makes sense with the world that they have in Terrifier. Okay. Especially with the second movie, because we get a really great heroine in that movie. Yeah. She's awesome. And I think okay. you would really dig that character. But there is some fucked up storylines that go along with that. But I, I thought the second one was amazing. Okay. And oh, all right. I, I don't all right. I think you can handle it, but then again, I'm sure I can. I'm not a I'm not a huge pussy, but I mean it's just it's one of those where <laughs> It's just if it bothers me, I don't really want to, you know. Just but I'll, off, you know, try it. Yeah, and maybe I could do that. Go, like, eh, just, yeah. You know, All right, watch it so in the daytime. Couple... Yeah, right. That right. I'll do that. Um. So there's a couple of there's a couple of characters that I just I feel like I should mention. Okay. Um, I loved the Annie Wilkes edition on this because I thought that was great. Um. Uh, let me see. There's like. So this is kind of like, this is weird because this one kind of balances out between sci-fi and horror, but it's the Xenomorph and all the versions of the Xenomorphs like thereafter. I mean, I think probably the, for me, I think the most bizarre of them all is the one from Alien Resurrection that was like the Mm -hmm. half-human hybrid one. That was a friggin' weird looking one, so... Um, I'm yeah, weird because I like the I like the movies that nobody likes. Uh, what's it called? Um, with oh, Michael like, Fassbender in it. Yeah, not Covenant. Is it Covenant or something um, like Covenant? Was one of them? Yeah. Um, Annihilation. Yeah. yeah, they got weird names now. Like something yeah, like that. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Michael Fast. You could put Michael Fassbender's character on there because he's like a freaking yeah. All that was I love that movie. It's so weird. I know it's funny. It's so weird, but so yeah, weird. he's good in it. Um, he's good in everything he does. Um, Prometheus. Yeah. Prometheus. Prometheus is it. one of them. Yeah, he's yeah. Alien Covenant. Yeah, those are all like those are all weird. The newer ones. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the also, first one I have on here is fucking amazing. Oh yeah, no, it is. But um, 
I have on here Hannibal Lecter. Oh, that's a good one. And yeah. one of the things I like is that they've kind of expanded on him in from just like the original Silence of the Lambs with the Hannibal show the and show. Yeah, I yeah. love that show. I know, right? So um, another guy who could very well have been a real person, you know, and yeah, probably they yeah. took certain aspects from you know from real life serial killers and stuff um norman bates is on there but i almost feel like norman bates it's all just the first psycho because all the other ones are terrible that he's mm -hmm. that unfortunately that he portrays in um and then on my list because this movie freaks me the out is um the thing like john carpenter's the thing you know i've never like the seen the original it. thing not the not the prequel remake or whatever like the original one with kurt russell and that movie freaks me out i've heard that it's real good i don't know how it I is haven't... oh yeah no it's real good i mean it's it's like i said it's it kind of it kind of dances the line between sci-fi and horror mm -hmm. same as like you know like i kind of left fly off... yeah huh kind of like Would the you... fly yeah, like Brindle. Yeah, like Brundlefly. Brundlefly yeah, is yeah. is on like an is like an honorable mention. I feel like mm -hmm. just because God, he's messed up at the end. Um, and I think like there's some other. I'm just looking like at my list. There's some other like characters that I think like like Jack Torrance from The Shining, or even just like the hotel itself, mm -hmm. like the Overlook Hotel. Mm -hmm. I would say the Overlook Hotel, like the Amityville House. Like those are kind of characters as well where. I mean, I think the scariest movie that I've ever seen, and it's probably terrible, is um, a, a Haunting in Connecticut. Is that that one? Where, like, I fucking love that movie. Oh, oh my but, god! Like, I, it's not a good movie, right? No, like it's kind of like no, a shit but it's movie. Fucking scary. But it's scary as, and that's based off a true story where I like these people you moved into former mortuary. Because I used to, I used to watch. It was on. One of the ghost shows or something during the day, you know, that yes. shit that's on during yes, the yes, day. Yes. And that's yes. how I learned about A Haunting yeah. in Connecticut was one of those reenactment shows. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is fucking terrifying. I know. And then I, then they did the movie. Yeah. And the kid, like, chose to, like, stay in the basement. Like, get the hell yeah. out of here. What are you doing? Like, that's where you lock up the base. You lock up the basement. And you say, I'm good. Thanks. And yeah. then you move on. Uh <laughs> I will give a shout out to uh, Jason Voorhees' mother. For, yes. She's the, she's the villain in the first movie. Mm, so true. Uh, shout out to her as an honorable mention. But um, I think that, I mean, that's kind of like I said, like when it comes to like Jack Torrance, I would say it's not even so much him as much as it's the hotel mm -hmm. and like the, you know, like Amityville Horror is not really like the the dad. It's more like the house and kind of mm. so. um. I know somebody out there is probably saying like arachnophobia, like that friggin' spider from arachnophobia. Oh, I love that movie. The ones I left off were Leprechaun and Chucky. Yes, and I will get to that too because I didn't add them as well, mostly because whereas like I kind of consider Freddy Krueger almost comedy horror. Because mm -hmm. it is kind of goofy, all the shit that he mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. And Freddie almost has, like you said, that like he has a playful, well, he's playful, which, you know, in a sick way. But, like, yeah. that's how I feel about, like, Leprechaun and, and Child's Play. Like, they're just not as frightening to me. That um, first Child's Play is pretty scary. Um, it is. We watched yeah. it for Freak Out Driving, I want to say, last year, me and Jake. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that movie's a little, 
that movie is scarier than I imagined, but it's mostly mm-hmm. because it's a little doll coming at you. Like, <laughs> like when he moves his head for the first time, it's terrifying. Yeah, right? yeah, that is kind of yeah. But I mean, you also have like the, you have like the the dolls and like uh, poltergeist and stuff like mm-hmm. moving there, mm-hmm. and that that's more freaky shit, you know. And I mean, we what didn't about even like get Annabelle. Yeah, I was gonna say we didn't even get into Annabelle, and oh god, that can't, can't imagine, like, that, like, that stuff is so I can't. I mean, because all I can imagine, like watching that, like I'd go to bed thinking, like all my Legos in my room are gonna come alive and start killing me. <laughs> and, uh, I'd be dead in five seconds. So, um, but yeah, no. Well, that's a that's a pretty solid list of uh, horror villains. Well, I mean, shout outs to Art the Clown and mm, Annie Wilkes. I'll give that's my two takeaways from here. Is Jenny's okay. a big fan of Annie Wilkes and Art the Clown. I am <laughs> to bookend those lists. All right. So speaking of movies, and we talked about uh, for uh, Freddy Krueger, and of course Freddy Krueger was the star of Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. But there's a title that's out there for women who tend to be in horror movies or the horror genre, if you will, and that is Scream Queens. Yes, and. I love to play a game that I Pete Pete loves this game. It's called the bullshit game. Okay. So I have five just brief facts about some scream queens. And I want you to try to guess there are two of them are fake. Two of them okay. are total bullshit. Three okay. of them are real. I'm going to read okay. them all to you. And then I want you to try to see which ones are bullshit. And we'll kind of just take it from there. Okay. Okay. Let me take notes. Sure. <clears throat> All right. Go for it. Number one, Jamie Lee Curtis, well-known, probably the queen of the Scream Queens. Yeah. Has been a baroness within the British Empire since 1996. Her full royal title is the Right Honorable the Lady Hayden Guest, which she does not go by as as she has been on record saying it has nothing to do with me. You want me to repeat that? No, I got it. Okay. All right. Number two. After appearing in the sitcom Just the Ten of Us, Heather Langenkamp felt a special connection with education and the plight of teachers in America. She then attempted to run for school committee in Los Angeles in 1996, but was unsuccessful. Uh, What scream queen was she? She's Nightmare on Elm Street, Heather Langenkamp. Oh, Heather Langenkamp. Yeah, she's uh, Nancy. Nancy, gotcha. Yep. Okay. Uh, Linnea Quigley who was a notable B-movie horror star in the 1980s, almost became a Los Angeles police officer, passing the written exam, but decided to continue acting instead. And I think she was in, like, Summer Sleepaway Camp, and I think she was in, like, a lot of the B-horror movies, the B-movies. Quigby, um, what's her name? Hmm? Linnea Quigley? Linnea Quigley. Yeah, L-I-N-N-E-A, Linnea Quigley. Oh, um, okay. While uh, filming, okay. Do you want to know like what she was in? Yeah. Like as a refresher, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I think she was in like I think she was in Sleepaway Camp. Um, she was in Return of the Living Dead, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Graduation Day. Uh, she was in. Let me see and, stuff from the 80s. And you said she passed the police exam? She pl- Yeah, she passed the written exam, but decided to just continue with her acting okay. career as well. 
Okay. Yeah. She was in like Night of the Demons, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, uh, Sorority Babes, and Slimeball Bolarama. <laughs> so okay. yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of odd movies back in the day. Okay. okay. Um, number four. While filming the 1998 neo-noir erotic thriller Wild Things, Nev Campbell was often frightened and surprised several times on set when co-stars Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon would show up dressed in the full ghost face costume per the request of Wes Craven. Ah, okay. Okay. And last, Chloe Grace Moretz, who was kind of a recent screen queen, Mm -hmm. uh, once performed on the Korean version of Saturday Night Live. She performed on the sketch comedy show entirely in Korean. Hmm. <laughs> so two of these are made up three of them are real and okay. if you want me to repeat any of them just let me know all right i think the ones that you made up yep are jamie lee curtis a baroness okay and chloe grace was on snl in korea okay those are both correct <laughs> Those are both true. Jamie Lee Curtis's husband Damn is Christopher. It. Jamie Lee Curtis's husband is Christopher Guest, and he mm. is a baron in England, and mm. he took over the title in 1996 when his father passed away. Oh, okay. And Chloe Grace Moretz, at the age of 18, did perform on the Korean version of Saturday Night Live in all in Korean. It's a Korean show. <laughs> so, all, all right, right. So then. So, so I was guessing see... the ones that were right. So you were. I don't know. Yeah. So all right. Um, so then, I'd, all right. I'll read you the other three, and you try to tell me if you can think of which one is right or not. Okay. Okay. So two of these are complete bullshit, and one of them is real. After appearing in the sitcom Just the Ten of Us, Heather Langenkamp felt a special connection with education and the plight of teachers in America. She attempted to run for school committee in Los Angeles in 1996, but was unsuccessful. Linnea Quigley, who was a notable B-movie star, horror star in the 1980s, almost became a Los Angeles police officer, passing the written exam, but decided to continue acting instead. And while filming the 1998 neo-noir erotic thriller Wild Things, Nev Campbell was frightened and often surprised on set when Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon would show up dressed in the full ghost face costume per the request of Wes Craven. Okay. I'm going to do that Nev Campbell thing sounds like bullshit, but also kind of real. I'm going to go with Nev Campbell. Is what? Is is the real, is the bullshit or real? It's bullshit. It is bullshit. Yes. Okay. Thank God. Okay. So you got that. So you got two, right. one of, you got two more to All pick right. from. One of them is fake and one of them is real. I think the Heather Langing whatever uh, thing is yep. fake. It is. Congratulations. Okay, yay. Okay. <laughs> actually, charm. actually, Heather Langenkamp, believe it or not, like once she kind of stepped away from acting, um, or at least full-time acting, her and her husband opened an FX studio that oh, like works cool. on. Yeah. So she's like co-founded like a pretty, pretty big FX studio in California. Oh, that's and, awesome. 
she's pretty private that. and she likes to, but she still attends like all the horror cons and stuff like that uh, yeah yeah i've seen her um mm -hmm. advertise and stuff like that yeah so excellent so you did you came up with the right ones after a while after <laughs> uh the first round yes but that's good i see i love it like pete pete got pete did pete get one right and one wrong i think he got one of them when I did it with him and then he went through and he was like, I can't figure out the second one. And I was like, he's like, those are good. He's like, those are good ones. I was like, they yeah, are good. Because I, really good. I said to him, because the whole point of the bullshit game is you have to come up with something that is kind Sounds of believable. Right. And like you said, with like the Nev Campbell thing, like you probably could picture Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon, like coming on screen mm -hmm. and being like, ah, you know, because that movie came out in 1998 wild things scream came out in 96. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a big to do. That's time. what I was thinking. The timing <clears throat> sounds right, but exactly. Yeah. All right. But then I was thinking probably Matt Dillon wouldn't do anything fun like that. <laughs> you think? Kevin I Bacon like, might. I feel like out of the two of them, I think Matt Dillon would do a lot of fun mm -hmm. stuff. But maybe you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Seems like a okay. douche. Yeah, he probably is a douche. They're probably all douche. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Kevin Bacon is a douche. I feel like Kevin I don't Bacon. Think Kevin Bacon's a douche. No, I bet you Kevin Bacon is not a douche. You know, no, I would. I anybody would, that's part in that many movies it can't be anybody married to Kira Sedgwick. Come on, can't be a douche. Yeah, I love her. Um, okay, so we're gonna do some mad libs now. Nice, and like I said, I have a couple of mad libs. I have a and I'm gonna just ask you to give me adjectives, verbs, nouns, things like that, and then I'll read you the story. Okay, gotcha. All right, so okay. I need an adjective right off the bat. Two adjectives. Give me back-to-back -back adjectives. I want to... I was thinking... Is haunting an adjective? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Haunting. Haunting. And... Hauntingly. We'll say hauntingly. Uh, hauntingly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and... <laughs> frightfully okay is that an adjective yep i don't know why i can't figure out if they're adjectives Any, yeah, anything usually with an ly at the end is like a yeah that's what i was thinking okay and now give me a verb that ends in ed fucked like yeah that's a good one <laughs> that's a good one okay. i already knew i was doing that. i know that's a good one um i need another adjective Uh, horrifyingly. Ooh, okay. <laughs> oh, I love where you're going with this. And then, how about like a plural noun? Skulls. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Okay, give me a number, like a number one to ten. Actually, no, just give me any number. Let's kind of make a low number, huh? Okay, eight. All right, eight. Is that low? Eight. Okay. Yeah, eight's good. All right. Um, okay. All right. Uh... <laughs> I want you to use this one again, but give me another verb that ends in ed, not fucked. Okay. Although fucked okay. would be pretty good. Sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Give me just a regular noun. 
fire. Is that a no? Yeah, yeah that works. Okay. Um, all right. How about another adjective? Disarmingly. Ooh. Nice. Okay. No um, idea where I'm coming up with that. Yep, that's good. All right. Um, how about a verb ending in ing? Mm. Licking. Like, oh, yes. Wow, this is so good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Uh, duh, 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 duh. How about another verb ending in ed and then a noun? Mm. Licking. <laughs> Jacked. Jesus, your mind is dirty. And <laughs> I was Jeff. going with the theme. I know. Uh, and another noun. Yeah. I want to say a real dirty one. Um, Go ahead. Okay, Dick. Nice. Okay. I guess that is kind of dirty. Okay. Yeah. Well, Not good. as dirty. Okay. Um. Okay, and then. Let me do just a couple more here. Um, all right. an Give me like two adjectives, like an adjective and then another one. Oh, God. Why I know. It's, it's, I know. There's a lot of adjectives. What can I tell you? Adjectives. Um, they can be colors, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like if you want to say bluish. Okay. Blackish. <laughs> Yep. Blackish. Okay. Okay. Um. Beautiful. Okay. All right. That's good. All right. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll reuse some of them. All right. You ready? Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. This is called the haunting in the abandoned asylum. Once upon a time, in a hauntingly town, there was a frightfully asylum. That had been fucked for decades. <laughs> the locals whispered that the place was hol holistically cursed, a haven for skulls alike. Most people wouldn't shit within a hundred within a hundred feet of it, but a group of eight reckless, horrifyingly horrifyingly friends decided to spend the night there. On a Friday, they sucked their way through the overground fire. That surrounded the asylum, carrying <laughs> only dicks and a few dicks and their, as their dicks. <laughs> the building loomed before them, its disarmingly facade casting shitty, shitty shadows across the shitty lawn. Inside, the air was disarmingly, and the walls were covered in shit that seemed to that seemed to smell at the touch. As they ventured deeper into the asylum, a chill settled in the air, and they began to hear sounds that sent shivers down their spine. One of them, a cocky skeptic, scoffed at the idea of ghosts and licking spirits. He decided to 
jack his way down in the basement, separating himself from the group. As he jacked down the stairs, he heard dicks that seemed to be jacking in the darkness. His heart pounded in his chest as he jacked around the dick, but there was no one to be found. Meanwhile, the rest of the group bucked in terror as they realized they were trapped in the asylum. They the, bucked in terror. The hauntingly, the hauntingly doors slammed shut and the candles flickered ominous, om, ominously. They knew they had to find their friend to escape, but the asylum had other plans. In the darkness, they heard blackish whispers. <laughs> It saw beautiful shadows moving. <laughs> uh, the ghosts seemed to be alive with, with with dicks that reached out and fucked them. <laughs> I like this asylum. Yeah. What, what, are they, what are they so scared of? All the dicks? Uh, they, they ran through the corridors trying to find their lost friend all while being pursued by ghosts from the from the beyond. When they finally found their friend, he was jacking in the corner, <laughs> crying, <laughs> crying and coming, muttering, <laughs> muttering phrases, muttering horny phrases. They tried to they tried to rescue him, but he jerked violently his eyes. He, he jerked violently, his eyes darting left and right. It was as if it was as if the ghosts of the asylum had taken hold of his very soul. Oh, God. As they made their way back to the entrance, they realized that the asylum was not as what it seemed. It was a happy place. <laughs> a death trap. A, a, wait, oh, no, a convent of unspeakable horrors. <laughs> the nun within its walls hungered for their dicks. <laughs> and, they tried, <laughs> and they had to fuck with all their dicks to survive the night. In the end, only one of them made it out alive, forever oh, haunted no. by the memories of the asylum and the and the nuns that dwelled within. <laughs> Just a reminder of all the evil that lurks in the world. All the, the evil end. dicks that lurk. lurk all the in evil the world. dicks that lurk in the world. The end. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was pretty messed up. That was a lot of. That, that was, was a lot more great story. Than that was a lot more sexual than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, you know how I do. I like the Oh, uh, boy. That was right, fun. I, don't know, I don't know if I want to do this other one. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of adding in adjectives and shit. No, we'll do it because it'll be fast. I'll just take like, I'll do like 10 things for you. Okay. So give me like, give me like four adjectives. Uh, enormous. Okay. Uh, silly. Okay. Fun. Is that an adjective? So. Yeah, fun's fun's and yeah, fun. Okay. Um. And right. tall. Tall. Mm hmm Okay. Give me uh. Give me two colors. Colors. Let's do black and blue. Okay. All right. Um, give me three nouns. Hmm. Bones. Yes. Mm. Feet. 
Okay. And eyes. Okay. All right. Give me a another color and a flavor. Oh, uh, yellow banana. Okay. B a n a n a a. Okay. Um. All right, and give me. Uh. Give me like another noun, and then I'll. I can repeat stuff. Cup. Cup. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. <clears throat> All right. You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Once upon a time, in the magical land of Candyville, there lived a group of colorful and whimsical characters. One sunny day, King Candyfloss, the jolly and wise ruler of Candyville, decided to throw an enormous celebration. The kingdom was bustling with excitement as everyone had prepared for the grand event. The silly candy trees were adorned with blue and black streamers, and the candy cane roan was freshly coated with fun frosting. The first guest to arrive was Lollipop Lucy, a cheerful bones fairy who could make the most delicious eyes appear with the waves of her magic feet. She danced around the tall courtyard, spreading joy and laughter to all. Next came Gumdrop Gary, the friendly yellow, the friendly giant yellow gumdrop. He brought a giant jar of banana gumdrops, which was everyone's favorite treat. The children of Candyville couldn't resist grabbing a handful of these sweet cups as they passed by. Princess Peppermint. <laughs> oh, that's a great name. Yeah. A regal black princess with a crown made of silly candy canes arrived in a royal carriage made of uh, fun marshmallows she was accompanied by her loyal dog sir mixalot a brave a brave man no what is this a brave uh, parakeet who protected the kingdom from any smelly invaders <laughs> the highlight of the celebration was the candy candyland maze a maze filled with red lollipops shitty bridges and secret haunted houses <laughs> the children eagerly raced through the maze trying to find the hidden treasure of the devil's tomb <laughs> yes as the sun set everyone gathered around the candy cane stage for a spectacularly enormous performance by the candy field the candyville jug band the music was so catchy that even the even the pedophile jelly bean frogs couldn't resist hopping to the rhythm. The night ended with a breathtaking display of rainbow fireworks lighting up the sky with penisy bursts of light. King oh, I love penisy bursts of light. <laughs> and King thanks. thanked all his friends for joining in the celebration and declared it the sweetest day ever in Candyville. And Aww, so it smiles on their faces and their hearts full of joy the residents of candyville went to bed looking forward to another day of sweet adventures in their magical world let's I go to hoping, candyville i want to i know there. i was i was hoping that you were gonna you were gonna give me like just blood guts and you know like a whole bunch of dark shit well, i kind of went kind of went far on the first one you so. did but that's all right yeah. i i still like it i still like candy cane land so good me times. too all right, so those are Mad Libs, spooky Mad Libs. I like that. Did you like that? Was that fun? That was fun, yeah. You seem like to it. laugh, so <laughs> if I can get one person to laugh, I call it a victory. Look, um, I always laugh. 
Mm -hmm. All right. So we are kind of getting towards my, what I'm excited to hear is I want to hear what the Jenny position, what her must haves and must have nots for uh, her perfect horror movie. So what are some things that you must have and tell me some things that are just like tropes that you're just sick of seeing. There's not a lot in the way of tropes because when it comes to horror, I'm just very open. Like, yeah, there are some things I don't like and that's not my taste. But like, if it's a horror genre, like there's going to be something about it I can like. But yeah, I, I tended to shy away a lot for years from things that were like religion based. Like, oh, yeah um exorcisms or yeah um stuff like with demons i for years would shy away from but now like you said in 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 the older age i got to where i really don't give a fuck kind of so i just saw the new exorcist um sequel uh in the theaters and stuff so um i'm i'm less likely to put it in a movie but um not as much as as when I was okay. younger. Um, but my must-haves. So, sex. You have to have somebody boning. Like, it's, it's just... It's not even a trope. It's just what you have to have. Yeah. Um, there has to be some sex element. Um, gore. For me, the gore has to be up there. Or... If you're not, if you're doing something that is meant to be more cerebral or something like the real world scenario, like you described, and if you want to make a statement by not making it gory, I like that too. But if I have my choice, I'm seeing people split open in many, many different ways. Okay? I'm fucked up. And that's what I like to see. It's okay. So I have to have the gore. I like humor. Yeah. But, you know, it's not always easy to have a funny horror movie. Because inevitably, you tend to skew one way or the other. You know? Yeah. You're funny, but you're... And you have some scary parts, but you're not really a horror movie. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Or you're pretty much a horror movie with like three jokes, you know, it's yeah. not terribly funny. So I like humor, uh, which is a hard thing to pull off. I think Shaun of the Dead pulls it off pretty well. Um, yeah, I would say Scream, like the first Scream, Scream is real good. Yeah, I think the definitely the first one I think pulls it off very well. I will admit I haven't seen the most recent ones, so I don't know how you they. Should. Yeah, I'm sure they held up just fine. I'm sure there's loads of laughs, but um, I agree with you about like Shaun of the Dead and having just like having the right amount of comedy in it. Um, I mean, I said sex earlier. That means nudity. Uh, I don't know if I was clear about that. You have to sure. have at least a set of boobs. I mean, yeah, you want to see some tickle bitties, right? Yeah, I mean, you gotta in your horror, you gotta. Um, the villain the villain is very important um it's 
again, you don't want a too sympathetic villain to where you're like, yeah, I murder everybody, even though that's me. I want him to murder everybody. Um, <laughs> but sometimes when you have those villains that have those things that have been done to him, and this is why he is a villain, you know, you can sympathize a little bit more. And sure. You kind of thrill in the kills a little bit more if sure. if your killer is a little bit sympathetic. So I I like a good villain with a great backstory. Okay. Um, something I can see through, something that makes sense to me, you know. Okay. Um, hmm. I don't know if this would go uh in with the gore, but practical effects I love in horror movies. Um yeah. if if you make me feel like I just saw a for real person get, you know, sawed in half or whatever. Like mm-hmm. if I can see that in a way that is visceral, like it just is so much better than any sort of oh, digital yeah. blood splatter, I, you know. I have to say one of my like favorite that. one of my favorite movies for that kind of thing is um from Dust Till Dawn. Yes. And then, and that's, I mean, obviously that has, um, what's his name is in it? Uh, Tom Baker, right? Tom, is it Tom Baker or, um, he's the special effects guy. And, um, he's, I mean, that's, that was his like bread and butter. You know, he's the guy that plays sex machine. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, he's just, that's that was Tom Savini. I'm sorry, Tom Baker. Why am Tom I Savini. That? I, I was Tom looking Savini. it up, going, I yeah. know the name. Yeah, yeah. Tom Savini and Tom Savini was like that was what he did and like everything he was in. So yeah, no, he's that's what I love. I love that special effects stuff. I don't like I don't like CGI as much as the practical effects. The practical effects, yes, are so much better. So. I, I take a lot of joy from CGI <laughs> and something um like the Meg. Uh, yeah, you know. I like some shitty CGI in horror, uh, if that makes any sense. It does. I like it where it looks real bad. Like, oh fuck. Um. What about like the Megan? Totally... The, the uh, Megan doll. Oh yeah, yeah. The Megan like, doll. That yeah. seemed like it was kind of like that's that weird. Um, What's that weird effect they call it where it's like it looks almost real and then it's like the uncanny valley. Yeah, uncanny valley, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like that's that's a thing that fr- I feel like that freaks me out, you know. Um Agree. But and I think with the Megan they think they did that with CGI, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah that wasn't practical. I don't I don't think that was practical. No. Now what about some things that like you're just sick of seeing like you know it's hard to answer that because <laughs> i if there's nothing i mean if you're just if you think that there's if you think that whenever they throw something in a movie it's fantastic i mean you know what no, Let your I mean, I, flag fly like we're proud i tend to just be kind of open i think to whatever the filmmakers trying to do but like in horror is so it's so wide open i i, I don't have many rules well <laughs> when so it comes i know horror. and and like the action movies like uh mm-hmm. 
you know, especially like the Marvel DC <clears throat> movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the things that a lot of people are sick of is the endless drones of like villains or like um, yeah. armies that they just send at you that just, yeah. you know, and faceless, nameless, just yeah. bullshit. And yeah. I think that while you, while I understand, like, obviously I understand like a movie like the Avengers, they're going to have to fight like a faceless army kind of mm-hmm. thing. It would make, it does make sense for like a horror movie to not have just like nameless, faceless kills, you know? And, mm-hmm. but that doesn't always happen. So, um, you don't always I, see that, but I, I'm tired of like fridging as like a concept. Yeah. You know, where a woman has to die in order to, you know, further a man's story. Sure. Um, but a lot of horror movies get women real good. Like women are, you know, we talked about the heroines of all the movies. Yeah. yeah. They're the scream queens. They're the ones yeah. that survive are yeah. the women. And, that, that's one of the things I love about horror is women have a whole different role in a horror movie than they do in like a, a drama. Well, even like, like if that. you think of like just poltergeist, mm-hmm. it's the mom that goes into the light to save mm-hmm. Carol Ann. And then it's the little Zelda, what's her name? Rubenstein or whatever, who comes yeah. in and she's like, is that her name? Or is that the one that Roger the alien is? I think Roger the Alien, Zalba Rubenstein. But um, you just confused them. I know who you mean. Yeah, but that's that's it's because it's Roger's character. Is, I love Roger. Is, is Zelda Rubenstein? But I don't yeah. think that's her name. But you know who I mean. But yeah, um, I she comes in and she's doing the thing, casting out the and and the mother's the one that pulls her back in. So. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It is women do they do empower women in horror movies a lot more than men. Yep. You know, which is kind of cool. You it know? is. It's awesome. I think that's a lot of the reason why I'm drawn to it. Not to say, I mean, women die horrifically. Some sure. of my favorite kills are oh. like absolutely horrific. Isn't the, like isn't the one is it is it Jason kills the girl in the sleeping bag? In the sleeping bags up against the tree. <laughs> Fucking epic. But again, that's a girl who's breaking the rule according yeah, to Scream. Yeah, she has exactly. she's having sex in a horror movie, so can't do you know. that. No, but yeah, like Nev Campbell survives all the screams. Um, Courtney Cox survives most of the screams. Most of the screams, yeah. Um, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, and the final girl is like a thing. You know, it's like a yeah. It's a trope in and of itself, but yeah. it, it's something that most of the horror movies. Tend to get right, you know, by leaving sure. that the final girl. Yeah, they make the um, girl a, a kick-ass heroine, you know. But I love a woman villain as well. It's just kind yeah. of more rare in horror to yeah. find a woman villain. You know what I notice has a lot of female horror villains is that American horror story. Oh yeah, series. yeah. That, that's it. Real seems good. like they have a lot of the lead characters that are like the bad guys are yes. women. They so, are, they're and they're great. like crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, like they're not, you know, they're not your typical just goofy slashers. Like they're methodical in their in their approach. So especially the witch um, season was definitely full of very strong female Mm -hmm. (laughs) horror icons. Yeah, that's uh, that's cuckoo cachoo if you ask me. But okay. Um, is there anything else that you want to throw in? Like, what are your thoughts on like? Do you like a soundtrack? Like a good. Like, do you want like a good hook song that's like you know like the like the Halloween theme or like 
um the cycle uh, yeah. theme, I guess. Or, yeah. I, I love the themes that are associated with characters. I, yeah. I guess, you know, Jason sort of has kind of a yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love those little um, those sound cues. Yeah. And even something like Terrifier, which uses it, the music adds to the creepiness. It's I just so, saw you literally like it's cringe. Just like, you cringe twice thinking about the music. Because it is so disturbing. It uses mm-hmm. like these discordant, you know, sure. tones together. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it gets real melodic and, you know, yeah. just that creepy, happy music floating. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Give me all that. And, and even just like the sounds of murder squishing and ripping and crunching and yep i need all that all the sounds and that's and all of that is like at least it originally was all practical like the bone crunching i've seen is like people just breaking stalks of celery in half and then like the uh the squidging sound is like it's just like somebody picking up like i don't know like if it's like a pork loin and just you know, squeezing it so, like, and then it's, and I mean, obviously, that. it's all been recorded, and then they now they just use it off a soundboard. But yeah, that that shit's spooky. Yeah, to think of. I've seen a, like sort of behind the scenes things about yeah. how they make sounds and stuff. It's really interesting. Oh, it's extremely I've interesting. Always loved yeah. all that stuff. Oh yeah, when you see like because because you think of it, you're like, okay, that's weird. It's like I mean, what is like I think um, oh, what did they say it was like the sound of the of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Is like oh, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like overlays of like actual they like, engineered it, yeah, yeah, they, and they, it was a bunch like of a, different sounds, but it's like a bunch of different like actual like animals, animals, sounds, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of cool. So it it's, is yeah, cool. it is neat how they do that stuff. That's that's something that you know that's a that's like you said, it's not like not everybody ever gets to see it. So if you ever come across like a a Netflix documentary or something, oh, a talking dogs perhaps, uh, oh. <laughs> It could be an episode of Talking Docs down the road. Might might be. Mm-hmm. Might be. Not but, sure um, what category that would be. Um, hmm. You could do like a mix bag category. Yeah. You guys yeah. just go and get like a bunch of different choice. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, viewers' choice or something. Yeah. So nice. Um. Well, I mean, I unless you have anything else to say about movies, I think that kind of wraps that up. The only thing I'll say is that my. Horror movie watching has been sort of lax this year uh, in the spooky season. Mm-hmm. I tried to rectify that last night. I watched something called Honeymoon. That wasn't very good. So I was like, eh, okay. Because I like to try to like find something offbeat or low budget or something like that. Um, something I will recommend is in the horror comedy genre is a movie that only I like. Um, it's called Sharks of the Corn. <laughs> it used to be on Amazon. It was last year. I don't know if it still is. Sharks it, of the Corn. Sharks of the Corn. It is sharks in a cornfield. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's okay. fantastic. Right. Uh, it, I love absurd horror, and then yeah. it, it's real, real absurd. But I could I watched it three times last year, so nice. I need to look that bitch up and see if it's still on there. So that's oh. my recommendation. All right, cool. Uh, well, I mean, I would uh, 
I don't have anything to recommend. I think. Um, oh, there was that Slother House that was recommended. Oh, Slother House. Me. Yes, I yeah, haven't seen that. House yet. was recommended to me about a killer Definitely sloth. So mm -hmm. I would say listen to that if you if you're looking for something to watch on uh, All Hallows Eve. Well, uh, Jenny, I want to thank you for joining thank me tonight. Um, I know that you have tons of stuff that you're on. You're all over the place. Uh, is there anything in particular you would like to plug? Well, we talked about Freak Out Drive-In, and that mm -hmm. is wrapped for the year um, yep. as of this recording. So you can still listen to all four episodes of those um, that we had in the month of October. Mm -hmm. um, today, a new episode of The Extreme Three-Way Dance dropped. So that's going through the history of ECW. Yep. Um, we are almost at November to remember uh, of 98. So... That podcast has been going for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And we're going to finish it. We're going to go all the way through ECW. Nice. Uh, coming up, I've got um, uh, the second uh, exposition. Yep. Um, so that is covering the X-Men animated series. Mm -hmm. And um, that is the second part of Night of the Sentinels, um, yes. the debut. Uh, of the show and then i've got talking docs your favorite podcast no i love and it that one is recorded already uh was really good so um that one is will be about a movie called my octopus teacher since we're oh, doing, nice since we're doing animals right now yeah so cowboy's gonna get to see he gets to talk about another favorite animal of his right he does yes he loves ostriches and octopuses. ostriches and octopuses no other letters of the <laughs> alphabet people but uh, that's great. And I mean, anything that you see uh, for the Jenny position on the North South Connection podcast network, um, or if she makes appearances on the place to be, um, check out oh, Jenny. Oh, I'm doing I... their Halloween episode too. So on the place. Oh, to nice. Be. Yeah. Oh, good. That see, you gotta get, you gotta get, you gotta get yourself your fill of Jenny position because she's an amazing. Like I said, she's the queen of everything, and I love her to death. And. Oh, uh, do you have a Twitter or an X? Oh, I do. Yes. Uh, at Jenny position. So follow nice. me there. A anything I do is linked on there. So that's true. Yes, it is. You're very good with the social meds, uh, the Try. social media stuff. So uh, you can always hear me every week on GFA live with my best friend, Petey Winson. Um, it's on all other podcaster apps. It's not through the North South connection podcast feed. Um, of course, a la with Keithy on the North South connection podcast network. And you can hear me from time to time on the Place to Be Nation pop feed doing uh, various pop video jukebox songs of the day. And uh, just anything else I pop up on, you know, give me a shout out uh, on the Twitter at Flounder824. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening in and enjoy your Halloween and spooky Ooh. season. And uh, hopefully this will be the start of... Uh, <laughs> We'll do a lot of holiday episodes. I'll do a Thanksgiving yeah. episode, a Christmas episode, an Arbor Day episode. You never know. So I love Arbor Day. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. And uh, take care. Bye-bye. Bye.